online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. Chaz and Dave, you're listening to Russell Brand on Radio 2. It's happening live. This is actually happening right now. Let's all just live with it. We're on 88 and 91 FM. Yeah, that is where we are. I'm here with Matt Morgan. All right, Matt, how are you? I'm very well, Russell. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Mr G is back from being in America where it was assumed he was betraying us, but he was actually coping with a serious tragedy but he's back now thank god here are some things that we're going to be talking about today um well we can have trigger on this show if we want him actor roger lloyd pack we're wondering whether or not to have him on the program because we like having guests and that but sometimes when they come in here they make us feel nervous <laughs> like we had stephen seagal in here once sat in like a great big cupboard with a wig on he changed the mood didn't he, he pulled us down with his yeah, menacing man. vibe who else we had in here Courtney uh, Love, she's nice. Gallagher's nice when he comes in. What about that cowboy that used to turn up? Brim Brim. Yeah. Oh, we've had some Ilgrove. Big of the time. Ill Grove, that was Ilgrove. the name of that cowboy. Stephen Merchant came in here. Merchant came in here. He was all right. Just, just sort of like an elegant grasshopper, wasn't he? Sort of wrapped in bacon, sort mm. of swaddled about a place. That's what I thought it was like. Like a puppet whose strings you, have been cut. Why did you want Chaz and Dave? Just, because? I don't know. I just don't know. I, what it was, I was like snooping around somewhere and I heard a, heard a bit of it and it just lifted my mood. And I thought, yeah, let's listen to that in a non-ironic way. My dad used to have that on a lot in cars. That and a lot of that bloke that goes, Living in a love of the common people, far from oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know who he is, mate, <laughs> but he does that. That's how he communicates. <laughs> Living in a love of the common people. He goes like that quite a lot. Yeah, I'm all for him. If you want to give us a ring, do then. 0500-288-291. Text us on 88291. Or you can email A Lot of emails talking about moomins some time ago now. I mentioned an encounter with a Moomin-like person. This led on, a sexual encounter is what it was, and this led on to us learning more and more about the Moomin world and literal Moomin world that there is in Finland. Then we spoke to the owner of Moomin world. Some people said I was offensive to her. Matt, aggressive. was I? I don't think you were offensive. I was aggressive. You were overly aggressive. It depends whether or not you're offended then by aggression. Some people she wasn't offended, she was baffled. Confused, wasn't she? She was anyway, who's really in this topsy turvy, upside down, crazy world, who's really offensive? Is it me being a bit aggressive while conducting an important interview? Or is it her about to go into a naked sauna where she gets whipped with birchwood and also what's the other thing she does? Runs a moomin world. So really, if you know, if you were an uh, extraterrestrial observer just looking down, who would you judge more harshly? You. Why? Why have you got flies on the side of your trousers? I got flies on the side. I've got diagonal flies. I don't know really why, because I'm wondering whether I need to start dressing a bit more sensibly or not. But you know, other than like, I've got a diagonal. Why are you going to start dressing sensibly? You're copying yeah. me. I'm not, mate. I'm just going to wait till I get nice and famous in America. Then I'm going to stop the madness a go little for bit. A, go for a new look. No, because the Americans will be into this. Because like, it won't be like when the film comes out in America next year, like forgetting Sarah Marshall, that Judd Apatow film. When I'm promoting that, yeah, I yeah. want to look all like all loopy. Because they'll think, "Who's this crazy guy? Put him in prison." <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll be into me. I reckon they'll. But like then it. you've got to have another look after that. The next look. Why can't mate, that be even more stupid? 
Yeah, hold on. What shall I look like next? Long fingernails, like those people in the Guinness Book of Records with curly, curly long fingernails. Rivita fingernails, all hard and brown like a Rivita. Yeah, those. Yeah. And I'll just be sort of picking up and scooping up noodles with them, dangling noodles and grinning yeah. toothlessly at the world. Some sort of weird animal <laughs> that you communicate with. Like a mole rat. I'll have a big, a big animal. A great big sort of, what sort of an animal? Ostrich, do you suppose? Yeah, I'll always an emu be with or something it. like that. Yeah, an ostrich. Well, not an emu, because then people think of Rodol, and it's who, oh, yeah. uh, and, uh, and Snoop's got a lot of bad ill feeling towards Rodol and emu on account of that time they're on a television program. He did not for a minute accept the conceit of Rodol's hand being an emu, just found him annoying. Like yeah. it was a program called The Word that when we were younger people, Rodol was on it with an emu. Snoop was on it. Rod Hole was doing his usual thing. Oh, look what Emu's doing. He's biting Snoop Doggy Dog. Snoop Doggy Dog immediately realised not to take up the matter with the Emu, but with Rod. <laughs> Struck him, thus undermining Rod's whole antics. Bottle of Hitler Fizz for 1.4 grand. Well, this sounds like a bargain. Hitler Fizz. To make your party <laughs> go with a racist bang. A bottle of Adolf Hitler's champagne was sold for 1,400 quid yesterday, despite fears that it could be poisoned. Hmm. Why would Hitler want to drink poison champagne, though, for, you know, what kind of crazy bonkers mixed up man do they think he is? The 1937 Moet and Shandon, other champagnes are available that aren't affiliated with Nazis, was swiped from the German dictator's wine cellar in Berlin at the end of the Second World War by a British soldier. Bless that lad for swiping it. I'll have that champers. Take it home for blighty. He's never drunk it, though. But the unnamed Tommy never owned it because it was rumoured the Nazis had injected the plonk with cyanide. Why would they do that to their plonk? Because they want to enjoy their plonk. Because there was a lot of people trying to kill Hitler. What? He made bad military decisions at the end. Yeah, he went crackers, didn't he? I mean, he was always, let's say, eccentric. But towards the end, he became positive. What about that program where they worked out what he was saying in old footage? Yeah, and it just seemed oddly, you know, because, you know, he committed all those ghastly, hideous travesties. He sounded in that program where they, there was a program where they got old footage of him and the lip reader looked at what he was saying and they sort of put it in a computer and that. And it turns out Hitler was just having a pleasant chat with everyone. <laughs> he was just going, all right, hello, what are you filming me for? I'm just an old man and being nice to a dog and that. And because of my, like, nature, unless I'm directly confronting consequences of Things, I'll go with my measure instinct, and I saw it uh, being quite reasonable with a dog. I thought, he seems all right. <laughs> yes. Forgot in that moment all the travesties and That's that. Saddam Hussein looking like Father Christmas. Saddam Hussein looked like Father Christmas when he came out of that hole. A confused Father Christmas who'd been sacked from Debenhams for <laughs> fiddling with the lingerie department when he was meant to be in his grotto. And I just thought, let him right off. Let him off. He looks and all right. So after the revolution, when you're in control of everything, yep. yes, yes. that's how dictators will be dealt with. Will be by being let off, mostly. Do a little tap dance or something. <laughs> so, yeah. forget all the moiders. <laughs> yeah, if I've cornered a dictator, I say, well, can you account for this genocide you've been committing? Because people are furious about it. And if he goes, I'm a little teapot, short and stout, and a little lady rose, and I go, well, how can I stay mad at you, <laughs> <laughs> you little guy? Give us a big cuddle, your sauce pot. Let's see what else happens with the old Hitler juice. The soldier gave it to solicitor Nigel Wilson, 62. <laughs> 15 years ago. He put it out for auction in Sherborne, Dorset. It smashed its estimate of 800 quid when it was bought by two TV Swedish TV presenters who want to use it for a programme about dictators. How's that going to help? Huh? Use that? This is the champagne of a dictator. Do you feel guilty? <laughs> I imagine this is the only response it could ever have. Was that your interpretation of what champagne would talk like? Yeah, if champagne could talk, what would it talk like? Boo, 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 boo. 
Oh, it's just lifting the mood. What do you think yeah, it's going to be it? like? <laughs> That's just a prelude to it going. It might go <laughs> briefly, but then it's got to go. To lift everyone's mood. How would beers talk? Up, up, up. I'm going to have some sex now. Up, up, up. I'm the glass of beer. <laughs> like that. Your brain actually works like that, doesn't it? <laughs> yep, there it is in action. The old brain box that I have to use every day to make decisions with. <laughs> is it any wonder things are in the state they are? Let's have a look, see if we can help some of these poor goons that are ringing us right up all nice. This is Tim Jones from Cowbridge, South Wales. Could you say a big hello to my daughter and your biggest fan, Rhiannon? Could you do the hello in a sexy but non-pervy way, please? I'll take my headphones off for this. H sexy but non-pervy, Matt? Well, how do you do that? Where's the line? Well, I can do that. Go on, then. Hello in a sexy but non-pervy way. Hello. Dirty pervert! You belong in a prison! Go on, you do it. Oh, hello, oh. dear. <laughs> <laughs> the way you, the, that odd stance you took up. There's nothing wrong with a stance, baby. There's a lot of stance is what lifts things. So, uh, I've said it. Hold on. Hello! Uh, hi. Hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Oh, no. Oh, go on. Hello. Because hello is an exclamation. Hello. You look all lovely, didn't you? That's how I probably would do it. It wasn't pervy, at least. At least it wasn't pervy. I stayed away from that. Mm, hello. I'm Chris. I'm pervy. You're getting older. <laughs> Oh dear. Sorry. Oh, that'll never happen again. Right, so, uh, hold on. We, we, we will be talking to Noel Gallagher later on on this programme. He is at Walliams, David Walliams' house, at a party. Now, we don't know whether to go to that party afterwards. Noel Gallagher was speculating that it would be full of Dale Winton and Babs Windsor. I wouldn't mind seeing that sort of a party, Matt. It might be interesting to stand at the sidelines. I think you'd fit in quite well, though. How dare you when I'm so crazy and wild, a real night child, living on the edge, standing on a ledge. We in a convention! Total power! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, we could go to that party if we want. That's, I'm not. I'm uh, going home. You're going home? Yeah. I'm going home wearing a crash helmet. <laughs> and your chemical, what have you got? Herbal Viagra of John Knoll, yeah. of John Knoll Management. Why does that happen? I've got, why would someone buy me for my birthday a crush helmet and some Viagra? I can only assume you plans to a sex attack on you. He's going to put that crash put helmet. Put this on, take this. Put that on. John Knoll is a belligerent man who manages us. He might, yeah, make you wear that crash helmet, get you all dizzy on a herbal <laughs> sex high, so you're so fizzing with an organic erection <laughs> you don't know what's going on. It's a bizarre present, isn't it? This is very odd. To con it's the combination that's odd, Matt, I took my Viagra view. once, actually. I just got a headache. Can make you go a bit red, can't it? But I've tucked it, and it's been successful. If what you want is a constant <laughs> erection troubling you all day long. Really? Nothing happened like that to me. I just got a headache. Why don't you pop some of the... Why don't we neck them herbal ones now? See what happens to us, and then by the end of the show, we'll just... invite someone sexy in. Hold on, let's grab options. Right, you're the bloody listeners. We're making this show for you. If you're not listening to it, we're not going to do it. So, right, who do you want to come on this show, you lot? Do you want actor Roger Lloyd Pack, a.k.a. Trigger, from Only want... Fools and Horses. For trigger off Only Fools and Horses, not Roy Rogers and Trigger or anything else with someone called Trigger in it. Do you want the son of the Smurf creator? Because <laughs> you can have him if you want him being tormented, be, be me and Matt's herbal hard-ons. That's Jesus of the Smurf world. Son of the Smurf son creator. Son of the creator. Smurf Jesus! 
we will bring you Smurf Christ. That's Smurf. And by God, we will crucify him too. If that's what it takes to build this new Smurf religion. We'll nail him to a mushroom. We'll nail him to one of them mushrooms. Like, yeah, fly Garrick mushroom. A little Smurfette be weeping at the foot of the mushroom. Yeah, it'll be brilliant. Why did you know the name Fly Garrick mushroom? Because I know stuff, guy. You know what I'm saying? Because I grew up on streets, on the streets of Compton. Me and Soup Doggy Dog. He'd visit me from uh, Long Beach. Oh, it's rough around there. Oh, the fights we used to have. Some of the Crick lads were bully boys, but I stood up to them pretty toughly. Now, uh, the reason I know about Fly Garricks is just because I we used to be a drug addict, Matthew, and you can t cut a bit of a Fly Garrick out, and uh, it's good for you. If you, by good, you mean disorientating. You used to be a drug addict. So, yeah, I don't know why I've not mentioned it. <laughs> I don't know why I've not gone on and on and on about it. Also, all right, so here are the options so far. Just to uh, go through the options, remember, call us on 0500-288-291 or text 88291 or email uk. telling us who you want to be haunted by me and Matt's herbal hard-ons. Gee, you're doing one and all, mate. Oh, right, do you want a plastic surgeon? Because last week we were on about uh, finger-toe swapsies when people oh, yes. have had fingers and toe swaps. You know that thing, Matt, about a person having their thumb made littler for, uh, yeah. it was a hoax. Really? So, yeah, there was a thing like, about a bloke having his thumbs reduced for um, an iPhone. It was a just hoax a hoax. by the newspaper that ran the story? No, it was a hoax, and then the newspapers picked it up. And the, so we were hoaxed by a newspaper article. So if we'd seen the hoax at source, I'm sure we wouldn't have fallen for it. Because I don't like the idea of us falling for a hoax, do you? No, that was a bit stupid. Or, didn't we read something else about that cat? Yeah, that cat, that the hoax. cat that could predict death was true, but the cat that could predict death dying, being, dying that weren't true. So that's two hoaxes in a week. Stop hoaxing! And another thing, I've had some brilliant news. Apparently, China have got right out of Tibet, thanks to our constant overtures. They went, actually, it seems Russell Brand, Matt Morgan, G, Mr. Nibs, Mikey, Nick, <laughs> them lads are pretty serious. They've packed up all their stuff. If you want to go to Tibet, now you'll find it's real peaceful and Buddhist, just, just like your mama used to make. So you can either have trigger out of only four What's wrong with you? Drugs. I'm oh, no, not drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing's wrong with me. I'm fit as a fiddle sharp as a uh, thistle. So, trigger, you can have. Or you can have the son of. You can have Smurf Jesus. Get on with it. Who else? Plastic surgeon. It will tell us about a finger thumb swap, toe thumb swaps. Yeah, pretty good. Elvis impersonator. Good for you to get friendly with one at this stage in your career. What, do you think that I might go all weird in later life and oh, want to be yeah. reconstructed, I think you do you will. reckon? I could imagine you just having a little <laughs> pointed head the size of a sock. <laughs> in about 20 years. I've had You'll my keep head. having operations until it's whittled down. <laughs> Pencil neck. My head's been chiseled down into a kind of elbow, but I'm not letting it affect my career. <laughs> so there'll be a plastic surgeon who will one day be turning me into a sort of conehead character. We can have an Elvis impersonator if you want yes, him. Yes, because Elvis Cause died. The, the anniversary of the death of King Elvis Presley, uh, the pop singer. Or oh, uh, we could have Chaz out of Chaz and Dave. Blimey, this is the best show ever. Best show ever! Why can we have all of them? We can have them all if you think we can fit them in, but it's down to our listeners. It's not up to us, Matt. We are merely the servants. Like after the revolution, we are here to serve the people. People, people. People. What's those ones that's not me? The peppercorns. That's it. <laughs> We're here to serve the peppercorns, just like Hugo Chavez in Venezuela, which is the template for our new revolution. 0500-288-291, or you can text us on 88-291, or you can email russell.brown at bbc.co.uk. This is your revolution. What are we listening to, Matt? Math? Uh. <laughs> oh. Uh, the Smiths, Nowhere Fast. Oh, I like The Smiths, they're one of my most favourite pop bands. <laughs> what an afternoon. Thank you.
that was the Smiths. Oh, no well. way. Oh, do you want a cover of it? Because I'll do a cover if that's what you want. If it's a slow cover after, come all Russikins who's getting all sorts of royalties for that last thing I've done. Rightio, so uh, Matthew, let's take these. Uh, right, can I? I really don't. Why want don't to take you want to look at the packaging? It looks like, like it's been a made in someone's house. Yeah, the herbal Viagra's gifted us by John Noel of John Noel Management. Well, they're Matthews actually, but well, come on, let's take them. What's no, the worst that's going to happen? It's probably a joke that he's got. They're not, mate. Is it? Read the back of the pack. Read it out. Matt's gonna do an item. Matt's gonna do an <laughs> item. Matt's gonna have an erection. <laughs> okay. Uh, I won't say the brand name because there's other ones available. Other ones are available. It's and called ancient... Dragon Life. No, it's not. It's called. Dr oh, did you change it on purpose? No. Where's Dragon it Light. That's look like a matchbox as well. Do you think this is the light version of Dragon, which was really what, dangerous? Really too much. Go. Oh boy! <laughs> An ancient herbal remedy to enhance male function. Suggested use: take one or two t capsules within two hours before making love. That's all right. By the time trigger turns up at the end of the show, of we'll be solid, solid as a rock. <laughs> Come on, let's get them down, this Matt. Look, it says keep out of reach of children. Yeah. Store in a cool, dry place. Get them down our napkins. Really? Yeah, come on. It's not gonna work. Just G, do you one. doing one? G's doing one as well. He is a poet and he's necking Viagra. Here, there's some of them. Get them all in, says Becca Lindsay. Smurf guy and trigger. Love ya. Bye, Bex. Come out. We've got to definitely properly neck Let's them. just do one of them. Yeah, well, how many men do? Two. Two, two, two one, then. It says take one or two. Well, I don't know, mate, but I'm packing heat down there, so I'm probably... <laughs> yeah, I don't think you need any help with it. That's led you into a lot of trouble. Yeah, this guy's always dragging me around. The... <laughs> All right, Matt, come on, give G one as well. Right, remember, it's not that bad. It used to be heroin that we was taking in this <laughs> ad hoc fashion. Well, I wasn't. Yeah, but I used to sometimes want you to. Right, we've <laughs> now taken a bit of the old Viagra. It's in our gobby wob. It's not Viagra, it's a sort of homemade... Homemade Viagra. version. Stuffy juice! That's childish, I'm sorry, I've taken it now, it's down my neck. Gee, have you had yours? Gee's folded, oh crikey, we're all being very childish. Okay, so look, listen to this from Mike. Get Brian Blessed in for the show. <laughs> Rumour has it he has an exceptionally foul mouth. I believe you to be the sexy man-beast for the job of proving this. Failing that, at least you'd be guaranteed some loudness like the world has never heard before. He's brilliant, Brian Blessed. Try and get Brian Blessed, everyone. See if he'll come on the show now. Just we'll see if we can get his phone number. How are we going to do that? It'd be good if we could, though, couldn't wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, Joe Wilson from County Durham. You can't have the Smurf Jesus on when you're having herbal Viagra because cause Smurfs don't have sex organs. So what? We'll just... We don't have to F the Smurf Jesus, do we? We'll just be... I, I thought he was a human being. <laughs> no way. The Smurfs aren't going to follow a human being. It's against everything they believe in. How are you feeling? Are you coming on on your herbal Viagra yet? <laughs> Whoa, Rash coming on You're strong. You're starting to look a little bit different. <laughs> you look very handsome, I must say. Get some Vicks. Come on. Gee's necking now energy drinks. He can't get enough sexiness. I really Please. wish I'd eaten that. Don't worry about it, we'll be alright. Though I do feel like I'm dying. Becca <laughs> says, please have the Smurf dude on. I loved the Smurf when I was a kid. I made my mum buy the cereal and everything. I seem to remember it was disgusting, not our views. What was, what do you mean? Smurf cereal? What's the angle? It would have to be blue to, in any way, To so have any relationship with the Smurfs. So blue, it turns the milk blue. So blue, turns the milk blue, turns the blood blue, makes you all die inside. <laughs> what about, like, um, what about, do you remember Nesquik had a cereal, right? And it's called Nesquik, blame it on the bunny. 
was their slogan. Oh, and then the cereals oh. looked like little rabbit droppings. And the slogan was, blame it on the bunny. <laughs> and I thought, I do blame it on the bunny. I ain't going to eat it. It looks like it's been swept off the bottom of his hutch directly into a cereal box and I'm expected to munch through his hay-ridden whoopsie. Yeah. It's not what I call breakfast, let me tell you. Chris Stevens, South Walkingdon, where I used to be a postman, says, I think you should have the Elvis impersonator. Well, that's an interesting view. I think view. that as well. Do you, mate? Yeah. Will we be able to get says, him to say funny stuff? It like, says on the piece of paper, do not take the king's name in vain or he'll hang up. Well, what do you mean, take it in vain? What would be vain? Because, like, yeah. Elvis... Ask him what, if he had weird genitals or something. <laughs> <laughs> or your... like we've done to dear old Zippy, then Zippy, oh, no, I'm not going to talk about that. Total pip. <laughs> <laughs> OK, we could get Elvis impersonator on, but we're going to take him... Let's make him do vital moments of Elvis's life and act them out, and including the moment Elvis died on the old... <laughs> Laffy. All of them moments have got Well, if he's listening, out. he's not coming on now, is he? But already ruined it before he's even come on. I reckon we can win him round. Hello, Russ and Sexy Matt, says uh, Kylie. My name's Kylie. Me and my mate Laura think you should have the Smurf fella on. They were great. Papa Smurf was quite fit. Well, that's just juvenile, isn't it? Because Papa Smurf was not fit. He was did not conduct himself through his sexuality at all. He was much more of a patriarch and a leader. Yeah, but if you looked beyond that, he was quite... Well, but more than brainy Smurf or the sport one. What about the sport one? Okay, he could turn his hand to any sport, Matthew. He was a very gifted gentleman. And why the hell is Mr. Nibs not in Moominland? I know, we saw him in the week and he went, oh, I've, I know someone who'll go instead of me. Yeah, well, he's trying to pass it along, isn't he? He's oh, trying to pass the buck. He wants to get himself out of Moominland. He has to blew himself up like a Smurf and go there. Blew himself right up, claimed to be a Smurf Christ, get over there and start slaying Moomins, saying it's like a crusade, and like he's spreading Smurf religion to the infidel Moomins. Hey, this is quite a good analogy. Then he goes over there and see what happens. By good, you mean it'll get us in a lot of trouble? Yes, exactly what I mean. <laughs> Leslie Douglas, boss of Radio 2's way on holiday, so it would take much longer than normal for us to be sacked, because they've no, got no administrative procedure in place. Hello, Russ and Matt, says Wilman. Just a word of warning, though I may be too late. Stay away from the herbal Viagra. I got tricked into having some yesterday by my so-called friend, says Peter. It tastes of potpourri, and all it did was leave me with a revolting taste in my mouth and a dull headache. I also had the squits. Keep, get triggering, keep calling him trigger, I'm sure it won't annoy him. Keep up the good work. Well, we've took it now. My face has gone hot. Your face is hot. Tell you what else is hot, your body, your sexy little pig. Right, <laughs> hold on a minute, we've got some gay lads that I've promised to help. Now, where are they? We've got that song up that... What? Living in a world ain't easy. I never know who I'm in the same so soon. And listen in the car. Though you're going quite far. <laughs> 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 OK, where's these gay lads? Oh, there's a couple of gay lads. I thought we could start connecting up. There's one gay lad, he says he's young. And uh, he wants to get himself together with an older gay lad. Where is he? Come on, gay lad. Don't let old Russ down. Here he is, Tim Carey, the gay lad. Just a couple of things. I am a young gay lad with a certain penchant for big burly men, i.e. bears. That's a type of gay man <laughs> what's got a great big beard. Matt, if you was a gay, you'd be one. You are, I know you're aware of the bear community because you have referred to them before. Any chance you could fix me up with a straight-acting gay bear? <laughs> <laughs> Bungle springs to mind. Also, I've just finished a degree in music and art, and therefore jobless and possession of a worthless degree. Would you like to employ me? I'm competent and willing to work for free. No, because you prioritised your sexy life above work, and me and Matt would never do that. <laughs> Sorry for being so demanding, Tim. Right. 
if you are a straight acting, great big gay bear, and you fancy having it off with what sounds to me like a young, vulnerable man, <laughs> why not give us a ring here on 0500 288 291. Keep texting us, tell us about what guests you want. I get the impression, Matt, we should have all the guests, don't you? Yeah, I think so. All right, we're going to have all these guests. We're getting an Elvis impersonator. We're getting Trigger. We're getting a plastic surgeon. We're getting an Elvis impersonator. We're getting Noel Gallagher live from David Williams's party. We're going to get him a run round, see who we can get. Get him to do like, a roving yes. reporter. That'd be good, wouldn't it? We'll do that. In, should we do that in the next link before he's too drunk? Yes. All right. We're going to get on Gallagher before he's too drunk. He will be our roving reporter. And let's talk to him like his dopey little dolly bird, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> go, go on, Noel. Go on, darling. Because he'll be all drunk. He won't know what's happening. Because I've really coded him off in my article today. If I'm going to talk to my lawyers about that article. But I don't think he What knows. did you say about him? Just said like, that he was a boastful, gloating man and <laughs> things like that. And like, sort of like, even when Manchester City were rubbish, he was a boastful man. We were remember the arrogance of Oasis when they won Brits and it all deserved gold discs and stuff like that. He's just had a pop back. But now we'll turn him into a Roman reporter. What are we listening to now, Matthew? Thank you. Well, we can listen to that song. Oh, what? Well, I'm going to come and peep my heart from the heart and fill my face in my throat. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's, uh, let's listen to him then because he'll take us all back down memory pain. It's Paul Young, <laughs> Common People. Yes, I don't like the sound of that world that Paul Young describes, where you're living in a love and daddy's gonna buy you a dream to cling to. I don't want none of them things. I'll just carry on with my normal life, thanks. What's so good about it's living there? It's a cover version, though, isn't it? Living in a love and the common people. Matt, we should never have took them drugs. Matt just got uh, a text message off his mum, who's a nurse, Sue. <laughs> she <laughs> just goes, you, you, that what does it say, read it out? Stupid thing to do. <laughs> no grammar, we'll no commas, nothing. Stupid thing to do. So <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit stupid, Sue, but now we're as frisky as a couple of alley cats in here. Ow! My face has gone really hot. I feel so damn sexy. We're going to have Noel Gallagher on the phone in a minute. He's live at David Williams's party. He's going to phone and find us people to talk to there. We've got some herbal remedy here. Right, here. hold on, listen to the ingredients of our druggy works we've just took. An ancient herbal remedy to enhance malfunctions. Suggested use. Take one or two capsules within two hours before lovemaking. Keep out of reach of children. Obviously. <laughs> Do you need to no, enhance means, your lovemaking? It means you after you've taken it. <laughs> yeah, stay well away from them. You're going to be all right. Noel, are you there? Noel Gallagher? Noel Gallagher. Yeah, right now. No? Yes, no! Yeah. You're in Williams' bedroom? No. What are you doing? I can hear Williams in the background saying, go in my bedroom. He wants me to go and have sex with Sarah in his bedroom. Don't do it, no. It degrades you both. And think of the unborn baby. Unborn baby. Can't do it. No, concentrate. We're doing live radio. How you've clambered to the top of the record industry is a mystery to everybody. No. Yeah. Me and Matt just necked some herbal Viagra. Now we're feeling pretty frisky. Let me tell you. Huh? We are. We've got in it. Listen to some of the ingredients. Rhizoma, chibotti, astralagus root. Look at this bit. Dodder seed, tuba, lovage tuba, angelica root, grassy privet. I've never felt so randy. You can get, you can get like Pizza Express. What? 
<laughs> well, I don't know what you're going to Pizza Express for. I don't know what you're expressing in there. Possibly semen into your napkin. Most of us go in there for a bit of light supper. Other pizza chains are available. Talk more loud, no? I can hardly hear you. Well, I can't have that, can I? I'm not going to shout, am I? Where are you? What's going on? What's happening at Williams's party? It's pretty good. I tell you what, though. Loads of people slagging you off here. Oh, slagging me off. Oh, they don't like you. Well, there's a lot of comedians here, man. They've not got good words to say about you. Come on, they love old us in the comedy world. What comedians oh, is there? they just don't like you. Don't start stirring up just because I'm... don't like you. You're drunk. You've got a bad reputation. <laughs> I've got a brilliant yeah. reputation. You've got a bad... Oh, well, apparently not. Go on, then. What's anyone oh, said? All these stories come out. Remember that? Uh, I just, uh, right. Three words. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Go on. Four words. Cruise of the gods. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so what? I got sacked off I Cruise of the Gods. I there. <laughs> yeah, yeah I got a bit sacked off it. Rob Bryden's there then. Your name is Muck Round here, isn't it? <laughs> Jealous they are! Jealous of my talent! Jealous of yeah, my effortless Jealous talent! Jealous word that's been used. Of <laughs> <laughs> course it's not. It's a backbiting community, the world of comedy, Noel. How do you think it would be if you, you if I was at a party with Ocean Colour Scene and Blur? What do you, <laughs> what do you think they'd have to say about you, eh? Eh? Noel? What's Sorry? He, what are you doing? What? I'm having a poo. I hope you're not. Is this because you're... Noel Gallagher, live on Radio 2, BBC, the Queen's favourite radio station. That's a fact, and this is her favourite show. Really? <laughs> She's made oh. it clear that we are the expression of her innermost views. So much, God bless you, Mum, you sauce pup. Right, we took that Viagra for you, my lady. <laughs> right? And you... Back at, it's because, you know what, Noel's in his own ha old house, Supernova Heights. Walliams owns the, Noel's old house. Oh, yeah. He goes, he goes yeah. on the phone, he goes, I reckon I've got some stash around there. I reckon I've got bags of drugs hidden under, hidden under a paving stone, like a sort of junkie Fred West. <laughs> He's going around there now with a shovel trying to dig up 90s drugs. Why don't you drink, <laughs> dig up some of your bloody notebooks and produce an album out of there and all? When are you coming out to face your accusers, eh? I'll come and face my accusers, mate. When? When the radio show finishes, because then me and Matt will be coming up on our herbal pills, we'll chase you round with our big angry ardons and reduce you to the snivelling little wretch you are. <laughs> We're going to get you, Bryden, Walliams, we'll line you up, we'll daisy chain the liars. How about that? I'm looking forward to it. Good, we will. You better clear that bell, baby, because it's going to be a party night tonight. Have you been on the Diet Coke again? You've no, it's not diet. Yeah, you've been on it a while. No, I'm not on drugs. Drugs are bad, except for my Dragon Light Sexy Drugs. There's yeah. ten... Oh, wait, go and... talking can't... about that before. No. Yeah. Why can't you go and get... Who's there? Is Bab Windsor there or Dale Winton or someone? Yes. Both of them? Yes, both of them. Can't you be a sort of roving reporter, Noel, and sort of go round like a little dolly bird, in, like going up to him like you're wearing a pair of hot band pants, thrust your phone under him, get him to say hello, so we get loads of mad guests on our show? You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What's it's... going What's that? Do you think I'm going to go up to the icon that is Barbara Windsor and say, yeah, my slightly effeminate weird mate wants a word with you? How dare she likes me, Babs Windsor. He's not going to have heard of you. Of course she's heard of me. He doesn't know who you are. She knows. They she know. No, she doesn't know. Listen. I'm not, I'm not some Denise Van Outen character. <laughs> I'm not a no roving reporter for you. I bet she's there, isn't she, Denise Van Outen? She's not, I haven't seen her, no. Go, who's there? Who's the best person there? Who's the most exciting person? Don't say my, yourself. My missus. Of course she is. All oh, lovely and pregnant. Who else is there, though? Uh, who else is here? Right, there's David Williams, there's the little fella, Matt. 
Matt Lucas is there, all right. There's, a, there's, there's those... Remember that, you know that guy that, um... Yeah. James Corden. What's his name? James Corden. Oh, right, James Corden. Uh, yeah, he's out of that... He was in that Cruise of the Gods. Uh, Doctor Who, that fella. Doctor Who. What? Tennant. Which one? David Tennant. David is his Tennant. name David Tennant? <laughs> David Tennant. No, stop not knowing who anyone is. You're ballsing up that party. It's meant to be Williams' special day. I don't know anybody is. <laughs> Go and get Babs Windsor. I'm, I'm Sarah's plus one. Nobody knows who I am. Nobody cares who I am. Hey, we got a good email about that, actually. Someone saying that they walked past you in the street. They were struck by how tall you were, what lovely thick head of hair you were, and how good you are on our radio programme. Oh, thank you very much. There you go. Hang on a minute. I'm just, I'm just asking Sarah what else to do. Sarah? Oh, Richard and Judy are here. Get Richard and Judy! Get oh, Richard! They... No, he's... Well, they've gone. They were here. They've gone. Oh. What happened to the rock and roll, Noel? Yeah, <laughs> Noel. Hey? Yeah. First it's... Cup hey, of tea with I'm, a Blair. Now it's lines guest. off Richard and Judy's bums. What's I'm next? Sarah's, I'm Sarah's guest. What can I say? Come I on. Company, huh? Go and get us some someone. Go and get us a celebrity, Gallagher. No! You're an idiot. <laughs> I think he's saying you're an idiot. It's really you're aggressive, isn't he? Uh, Look. Hang on a minute. Yeah? He, I, so let me relay this to Sarah. He thinks, right, I'm going to go walk down there to a room of strangers and go, yeah, and uh, <laughs> Your mate Russell, the idiot, wants a word live on the radio. <laughs> nobody's going to take that. No, there's nobody going to take that off. I, yeah, mate. No, he's not interested. Who? Who are you giving it to? Who was that? I don't know. There's some guy used to be friends with you. Oh, out of friends. Who? Ma- What's his name? You know, you know, uh, hang on a minute. What? You know, the, you know, um... Ross, David Schwimmer. No. Matt LeBlanc, Blanc. Who's there? Go and call it. No, you're rubbish at roving reporting. I'm not your roving reporter. You will be. It's a good job you're not, mate, with that attitude. You'll be out on your bloody ear roll. Right, okay. Right. What? Listen. <laughs> right after that show, me and Matt are going to come and give you <laughs> such a herbal high. We're going to joust oh, you around. I need to confront you about your piece in The Guardian today anyway, which was a whole load of... Uh, Brilliant writing. Lies. 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 What lies? The lies of, like, my, what did you call it? Chest puffed up chest-beating rhubarb. <laughs> yeah, I called you. I, was, I said you was like a braggart. Yeah, find it, Matt. I think it's under that pile of papers. Oh, yeah, Read the bit Dale about Noel. Yeah, it's Dale Winton. Dale Winton, no. get him! No, he's not. No, oh, he's stop playing. getting us all... Me and Matt are already turned on by our herbal highs, and you're getting us all turned on more by Dale Winton, Babs Windsor. Yeah, Noel, here's my bit... This is a brilliant bit of writing by old Russ from The Guardian. The ignominy, what, ignominy, ignominy. What does that mean? What does that mean? I don't know, sort of like ignoble, embarrassing, like lack of dignity. Lack of dignity. Like but in Iran. Look, stop it, you stinking racist. The ignomin- ignominy was exacerbated by the prior knowledge. <laughs> Shut up! You don't even say it. You don't have to say an article unless you're All justifying right. it you to know, a yob. To all the people who are listening to this, this is Russell seething jealousy. He's actually working. <laughs> right. The rest of us are quaffing nibbles, right? <laughs> quaffing nibbles? <laughs> I wasn't quaffing no nibbles. Who was quaffing nibbles? No, he's Him. quaffing nibbles. Right, well, I'm listen. Qu- I'm quaffing Dale when this little dog nibbles. Nibbles? The dog? Get down on the bloody phone. <laughs> I don't know. What's that noise? What are you doing with nibbles? No. What? It sounds like you sounded roused by nibbles. No? 
It's like bubbles, but he's less hairy. <laughs> he's gone mad. You know what I'm talking about. Who's gone mad? Yeah. You have, mate. We're worried well, about you. All right, you get yourself down here to pair you. We're coming. <laughs> we're going to come and spike you with our winkles. Now you? listen to this. A meeting Matt, with Matt, no guy. Shut up, no. Matt, I'm yes. not direct this at you because you're a geezer. You're all right, but you. Yeah. Dot com. <laughs> you get yourself down here with your fizzy water. Yeah. Right, and your little pointy boots. <laughs> and we'll talk about it, all right? Yeah, all right. Get yeah. ready. All right, then. You might want to wrap your missus up before I arrive at all. My missus is having it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> she certainly is. Me and Matt she on is. her herbal high and we're hot to trap. She's all having right. it. We'll talk to you later then, Noel. I don't think you will. Yeah, we will. We're going to track no, you, you down. You I'll be gone. No, you won't even get in here. Yeah, we're going to swan in there, mate. Well, that part is we're going to be like a couple of pimps you're... when we arrive. Well, there'll <laughs> be one pimp and there'll be one pimp's mate. Listen, with <laughs> glorious erections. Now, get off the line. I thought, you phoned me. <laughs> yeah, go on then. Do, you ain't done no you roving reporting. You get off the line. You ain't done no roving. Why don't you, you put stop? put the phone down. You put the phone down. I'm going to phone you back in ten minutes, and if you no, ain't I got Babs Windsor... You. you put the phone down. <laughs> right, get a copy of Definitely Maybe. No. I'm going to smash it up. I'm oh. right. I'm literally doing a <laughs> blow-off on a copy of cigarettes and alcohol. There. Yeah. Do it, you child. <laughs> <laughs> that was Noel Gallagher, everyone. The beloved Noel Gallagher of Oasis there. Right, he, he's, what's going His on? His voice was going higher and higher. What's that bit when he had nibbles the dog? You're an idiot! <laughs> You're an idiot! Yeah, we went mad, didn't he, for a bit? He made a joke. He went, oh, I'm coughing nibbles, and then he said nibbles, nibbles is... Nibbles is Dale Winton's dog. dog. Right, I see. But, I mean, it didn't sound like a joke. And then he chuckled that, was... at his own joke in a way that was demented. Because I wouldn't mind hearing that back again, because what I thought he said was, I'm quaffing nibbles, and it weren't a joke, and literally, and <laughs> the then point you when he the... chuckled <laughs> afterwards was nibbles the dog expressing <laughs> sexual angst the only way he knows how. That was Noel Gallagher, everyone, live at Williams' party, being what could only be described as a low-quality roving reporter there, letting us down. This is uh, for, uh, this is someone that wants us to get Chaz. We're going to get Chaz. Hi, Russell and crew. How about getting a kinky plastic surgeon S to test the herbal Viagra? A listener. Mm, all right. We'll try to. Russ, get Chaz on. He could do a right knees up. Get him to bring his banjo, says Tim. Russell, get Dave of Chaz and Dave. He has a sexy, older, cockney guy. You two could do a duet. Bye, Teresa. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Mm -hmm. Which one is it out of Chaz and Dave? Is Chaz the one that's got an edge like a sort of a barnyard or a sort of a haystack? I one think, of them's really I think big. We found our bear. What? <laughs> he could be our bear for our gay lads, Tim. Yeah, of course he will. He's bound to be he's gay. He's beard. He's massive. He's a massive great fella. If it's that one, there's one that looks like Honey Monster and one that looks a bit like a Wind in the Willows character. One looks a bit like Rabsy Nesbitt. That, Rabsy Nesbitt with a beard? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the bear one, yeah? Yeah. That's the one for our gay lad. Oh, no, I've lost the gay lad's letter. How are we going to hook him up now? We'll find it. <clears throat> we'll find it, won't we, Matt? It's bound to be here somewhere on the ground. That ain't it. Right. Uh, nope, that ain't it. Right, <laughs> what a bad radio. A man looking for a bit of paper. Matthew, should we put a record on? Yes, I think we should. Put we a should. good one on, because we played Presley. Paul Young just now. The Elvis. King. Uh, yeah, put the King on. Not to uh, celebrate his death, but to... No, to commemorate it, because he's a tragic death. Right, God bless you, dear Elvis. Is that your throw to it? Yeah, what right. do you think it's it was? It's hard to know when you stopped, say something like stopped that. ranting. And... <laughs> that, wasn't a that was a, a very professional throw, which now you've left me hanging. You've left me hanging after a throw, right? I'll just crash it in. Hold on, no, the next thing I say, that's going to be the throw. You're Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Paralyzed, Elvis Presley.
Presley, you listen to Russell Brand on Radio 2, 88 to 91 FM. I keep saying you can give us a ring, but I don't know if we're picking up any phone calls, really, are we? Or is it like, is it like has the phone rung, even? Look, I can't believe I've said, it has rang, people are nodding, but you just don't put them through. I see. I suppose who would we want to talk to? It What's... rarely works out well when someone's just That's true, it's often a nut. Can't we, let's give it one more chance for it to not be a nut. 0500 288 291. Before dialing, look yourself in the mirror and say, <laughs> am I a nut? If you've just done that, you are a nut. You are immediately disqualified. 0500 288 291. Stitch the next call through. We'll just talk to whoever it is. Stitch it through. Yeah, stitch it through, man. That's what we say in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby, Elvis. Is it? What's your problem with the Elvis Presley song, Paralyzed, Matt? It's not the best one we could have chosen. What do you want? Um, what do you want it to be? Mystery Train. <laughs> We'd listen to that a lot on the radio. That's because it's good. I like the bit where it goes, I'm gay from morning at night, I'm still the same. <laughs> oh, yeah, Elvis. is gay all the time. That's true. Why does he even mention it then? If it's just, it might as well say I've got ten toes. You, might, you know, it's just a statement of fact. Although some people are doing the switcheroo. Yeah, right, we've got that lad, Tim, who's after a gay bear. Tim, give us a ring, mate, because I think we're going to try and hook you up with either Chaz or Dave. We're not sure which one yet, <laughs> unless they're against it. Please invite Smurf Jesus on your show. We're getting them. Uh, and please inquire why Papa Smurf, Smurfette are the only Smurfs with hair. And the rest of the Smurfs are bald. Sorry, I just burped then. Uh, Smurfly yours, Kerry from the United States of Smurf. We've just undermined your whole country there, love. Uh, who's this on the phone? Hello? 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 Person on the phone? Hello? Who is it? I can hear someone there. Who is it? What's Jack, happening? He's, it was someone called Jack, but he's now gone. Jack, why? See, well, Jack, remember we asked you to go for a simple test of whether or not you were mad, and then you do something mad. Hello, Russell, Matty, and G. Get that smurf on. Oh, yeah, right, that's that. Trigger. Get Trigger, but he's got to talk in Trigger's voice, because remember, we're talking about which guests we want to have on the, the show. That's the thing. Trigger, Trigger is a really good actor, isn't he? Trigger's a brilliant actor, so Roger Lloyd Pack. Work, dwell on being Trigger. That's I can't talk anymore after taking that shit. I know, I'm tablet. high as a kite. Listen, why don't we get Trigger in here, but we'll have a code word of if, like, say we've got Trigger in here and we think, oh no, we're it's embarrassed. Gone serious. Trigger's gone serious. Well, actually, I never really recovered from the death of Lady Diana, right? We'll have a special code word that we say, right? <laughs> It'll be this. Get <laughs> <laughs> and if we say that, we know, because I know that Chris Moyles does something where he lifts the desk up and down, and that means that you're not good enough guest. If he goes, oh, do you want to see how the desk, the desk up and down, right? But I've always been what, up and the listeners twice. are in on that? The listeners know. So that's a good thing that Chris uh, Moyles does, and we've got, you know, no, yeah. we like Chris Moyles, I expect, do we? Of course we do. I've been oh. on there. He's a nice man. So, listen, why don't we, uh, just if Roger Lloyd Pack, actor, trigger, starts doing our nuts in, just, I oh, know, We'll go, we've took a load of herbal Viagra. Give him one. Do you, do you want to... the tablets. <laughs> Sorry, mate, too late. You said we've got to get old Trigger <laughs> and knock him right up. No, what we'll do is we'll go, do you want to have a look at the results? Because me and Matt are stiff as planks. Now, that means that Trigger interview has gone wrong, all right? What results of what? The terrible kai's of our... Oh, so if you mention that, it means get him out. Get him out. Right, he's but he's coming in. to this. Get Smurf, of course he's not, he's busy, he's in the West End play, and he? He's doing acting. Dear Russell, can we have Chaz and Brian Blessed? Smurf Jesus, my friend Jess looks like a Womble, you interested? Yeah, I am actually. Someone sent us a picture of a girl that they'd had it off with that looks like a Moomin. She's fit though. Like a fit Moomin, if you can imagine have that. You heard any, have you heard from the Moomin that you um, met? 
I did, didn't have any means of communication with the Moomin, other than the Moomin event itself. Other than the, the Moomin coitus, there was no means. So there could be a, a half Dotcot and half Moomin baby somewhere. <laughs> it's a very real possibility that there's a little grey hippo smoking a fag, <laughs> being ever so loyal to its junkie son somewhere on this planet. Yeah, all snuffkin, all my snuffkin, etc., etc. Dear Russell Matt and Mr G, do you think that any of you will be remembered by the entire world after your deaths the way that Elvis is remembered each year? Yes! Would it be for singing songs in a classic Doc Cotton fashion, old Russ, looking like a bounty kitchen towel tranny, don't use that word, it's offensive, we now know, Matt Morgan, outstanding poet G, or something else like the commander of the revolution? This could be any one of you. Long live the show, Pete. We will be remembered because we're going to do some really bonkers things soon. Not yet, but soon. We want the Elvis impersonator. Can we have Trigger? Look, I'm just like, it seems we're getting them all. We're getting them all. Well, let's get one of them up after the news. Right. In a minute, we're going to find out what is going on in this dirty little circle, what we live on. But until then, uh, let's put, listen to this. I put lids on bottles with a pig farmer who worked previously on a market stall with Paul Young. I've lived, have I not, says Karen. Yes. I put lids on bottles with a pig farmer. What does that mean? Why does the pig farmer put lids on bottles? What's in the bottles? Pig what? milk. Pig milk. We've been drinking pig milk <laughs> all these weeks, Matt. You and I thought we were living the vida loca. We was actually just drinking pig milk. Also, we've isolated that bit where Noel Gallagher was talking about a lot of dog. Is it there now? Well, we could listen to yeah, it now. But let's just have a quick listen to this. This is Noel Gallagher going mad at David Walliams' party. We think possibly performing a sex act on Dow Winton's dog nipples. Feel free to report this to the RSPCA or indeed the Constabulary of Great Britain. People who are listening to this, this is Russell seething jealousy that he's actually working. <laughs> right, that's right. The rest of us are quaffing nibbles, right? <laughs> quaffing nibbles? <laughs> I wasn't quaffing no nibbles. Who was quaffing nibbles? No, he's quaffing nibbles. No, we need the noise. The bit with the dog. The next ten seconds, you lunatics. What's wrong with these people? Right, we're not going to the news as a punishment. No one in England is allowed to know what's happening. We will go to the news. Right, we're going now for a bit of newsy poos. When we come back, we'll have the correct clip. That was just a trailer, in fact, building up to the right moment. If you want to ring us, do. If you want to text us, this is 88 to 91. On 88 and 91 FM, this is Radio 2 from the BBC. News! <laughs> Here's the news now. At 10 o'clock, this is Andrea Simmons. Online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. L7, when we pretend that we're dead. 88 91 FM, is Radio 2 from the BBC. Listen to Russell Brand Show. I'm here with Matt Morgan. We just had some news. You alright, Matt? Yes. Bit worried about Hurricane Dean. Worried <laughs> <laughs> about his name. He ain't done nothing out. He's not. No one's died, have they, as a result of Hurricane Dean? Did you oh, nearly no. say he hasn't done anything out of order? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a good hurricane. Dean is Keeps a himself to himself. I'm just trying to live my hurricane life. I think the practice of giving hurricanes names is undermining yeah. the hurricane. Because if, uh, if I'd had my, like, say I was a farmer and all my livestock had been swept away and perhaps my barn had been knocked over, someone would go, what happened? I'd go, Dean done it. I feel that undermine the tragedy. Dean isn't the right name. Isn't a stupid name, like, because it's not got any, uh, m not attacking the name Dean, Dean Ashton of West Ham. Many fine people are called Dean. But 
Dean for a hurricane. It was a force of nature. You don't yeah, not Dean. All right, Dean. All right, all right mate. Dean's saying, like, all right, mate. You would say, wouldn't you? We'll go, yeah. all right, as the hurricane sweeps your Mazda off the front of your house, smashes it through next door's patio doors. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? They call it Zod. Hurricane Zod. Yeah. Or Dogma. Hurricane, if it has to, because I think it goes alphabetically, doesn't it? Like, you have to have one called Dean, the next one would be called Elliot or Elsie or Fred or Frank or, you know. Yeah, but give it a so heroic so. name. Heroic. Not heroic, because we don't appreciate its, its hurricane no, but we, tricks and styles. We can, you know, see its awesome power. Its awesome power is there to behold. This is from someone who claims to be from Derby, but we don't have any evidence of that fact, so why are we going to trust them? I had Viagra once, got very hot, felt sick, but didn't get an erection. Mind you, I am a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I made that ending up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, I've had a Viagra once and didn't get an erection, but another time I have got an erection. Now this time... What, so you've taken it once? I took it more oh, than once. Like, you yes. peddle it, you gave me one. Oh yeah, I did peddle it a bit, yeah. <laughs> I'll peddle it. Oh, I'll peddle it, mate. Yeah, I'll peddle it, yeah. But the uh, thing is with Viagra, you know... Me... We don't need it, so it's Of course we don't need it. it. We're a couple of frisky, hot young bucks living a life, going to Walliams party, lining up for a bride and Walliams and Gallagher. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's us. But the fact is that sometimes if you're in a long-term relationship, a Viagra does you the power of good. Anyone else think that common people guy sounds like Kermit the Frog? Rob. <laughs> I like that he's Paul Young, he's famous, isn't he? He calls him common people guy. <laughs> uh, Chaz and Dave, Paul Young, quality. How about some Shaking Stevens or Wurzels? Up the Ammers from Henry Ammer in a hotel. Nice one, mate. Hello there, it's, it's Nick, the producer of our radio show. We have now got, this is a magnificent moment for our show, on the show we have had some pretty good guests. There was a woman that ran a Moomin Park once, and as recently as ten minutes ago, we had Noel Gallagher. This, however, is perhaps the zenith of our achievements. Please welcome to the show, son of Smurf creator, <gasps> Thierry Cullifnit. Thierry? Hello. Hello, Thierry. Did I pronounce your surname right, mate? Yes, um... In French, it's Thierry, but uh, if you, oh, if you prefer, sexy. you can call me Jerry. It's easy for you. No way, mate. I call you Thierry, like that. Okay, Thierry. Thierry. Right, obviously, Thierry, we've had yeah, Thierry on Rio here for ages, so we know how to pronounce that. Now, mate, uh, you should know that me and my co-host, Matt Morgan, are drugged up to the eyebrows on herbal Viagras, so almost everything you say will be taken to us as a sexual innuendo or a vile intrusion or sort of come on. So I just wanted to warn you of that in advance, so please be careful what you say, because we are right on the edge of a big, sexy explosion. We're calling it sexy, sexy explosion, Warren. Now, uh, could you uh, please, this is the thing that I want to ask you about. Why, what, do you, like, I mean, presume your, your dad w created the Smurfs, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did he do that? Already, already, um, next year it will be uh, 50 years ago. Wow. Wow. 50 years since he created 50 those. years next year, yeah. It's, uh, we have to, to go back to, uh, to 1958. And then uh, my father was a young artist, a young uh, cartoonist. Hmm. And uh, he was working on, um, on a series called Yuan and Peewee. It was two, two young guys living in a court of a king in the Middle Age. Sounds saucy. And um, for, for one story, they decided to add some some character and uh, my father was fascinated for, by uh, the, the little dwarfs and uh, all the legend about the, the dwarfs everywhere in the world. What do you mean? Normal dwarfs? A... Like they just live in the w real world? Yeah, yeah, what, exactly. So Smurfs are derived from little people, actual little people in the world? Yeah, yeah, everywhere in the world, you know. So he just and... thought, have blue ones 
Like they're much why, why littler. Blue? That, that's a very strange because when my father created the, 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 the little character, he decided not to, to give them a pink skin because he'd like to, to, to give them more some kind of magic touch and not like uh, being like a human. Yeah, and then right. On his desk, the only color pencil he had. It was a blue pencil. He should have that's had more equipment. Just, uh, it was because he, he had uh, just a, a, a blue pencil in front of him. That's the reason why the, the Smurfs are blue. Well, look, that's just this random chance. Thierry, why did your dad, the artist, have such an understocked <laughs> pencil case? Because me, I'm really rubbish at drawing, but I've got red, orange, yellow. That's still not all my colours. Blue, that's another one of them. So me, yeah. I could have had Smurfs that were spectral Smurfs, all the colours of the Smurf bow. I, I, I cannot hear you very well, I'm sorry, but uh, would you please repeat the question? Thierry, I just want to know, did he tell you Smurf stories when you were a lad? Like, did he go, did he tell you, did you get first-hand Smurf stories told to you during your childhood? You know, when, when, he, when he created Smurf for the first time, I, I was two, two, uh, two and, uh, and a half years old, you know. Then right. I was there, but I don't remember very well. <laughs> right. Um, did he, in later childhood, just give you a little Smurf story? Um, yes, after, but... My, my father lo loved to, to tell story. He was more a writer than, than a, a designer, you know, like an artist, you know. And uh, he preferred telling stories than... What's Gargamel story? up to? What's Gargamel doing? Because he hated Smurfs. Why is he so angry? He hates Smurfs because, uh, basically, he needs the Smurfs for a magic potion to transform iron in gold, you know. He's an alchemist, and... essentially. And that's the reason why, since the beginning, he is looking for, for the Smurfs everywhere, trying to get... Catch... He just wants to use them for alchemy. Well, Thierry, have you wandered out into the street, mate? Because I can hear the sound of French traffic or Belgian traffic. <laughs> I, I'm just in the suburban of Brussels. I'm in a party uh, here with some, some friends, and the weather is not so bad, and then we are outside in the garden. What's the vibe and, uh, like? <laughs> sexy there? I'm, I'm just on the edge of the, of the street. <laughs> Do you reckon you'll get some action there, Thierry, at the party? Yeah. Do you reckon it might become a sort of a, a sexy party? A sexy party? Yeah, you know, sexy party where you, perhaps sexy another couple party. of guys <laughs> or ladies, just might smurf each other. Not especially. <laughs> no. Okay. All right, it's not, what are you saying? Did you make much money out of the Smurfs? Have you got a big Smurf inheritance, Thierry? If I got Smurf, where? Did you get a big load of Smurf money? Have you got? Like, <laughs> is it made you rich being like the son of a Smurf creator? My 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 father was yes. <laughs> Are you rich now? Oh, let's say um, I live very comfortably. Comfortably. Oh yeah, <coughs> you're like yeah, a, yeah. New, a lot of people. Thierry, you mustn't. Thierry, a lot of people think you're like a Smurf Jesus because you're the, your father is Smurf God, right? You're the son <laughs> of him. You are Smurf Jesus. When are you going to emancipate the Smurfs from the horror of Gargamel, or as we know him, Hitler? Oh, maybe the next time. Who knows? Okay. S thank you very much, Smurf Jesus, Thierry of Belgium. Yeah, thank you very much. Bye, mate, I'm sorry for my sex party. Absolute Smurf, absolute Smurf, but arrogant man, arrogant, drunk, <laughs> boorish behaviour. They're unbelievable the way he treated you and me then, Matt. I don't know <laughs> ever felt it was like being groped all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I felt intruded upon. Well, there he was, Smurf Jesus. That's him down. We got Trigger coming on now. See, imagine that Smurf Jesus bloke had been in here. What have we done?
Do you know what I mean? Well, if he'd been here in person. If he'd been here in person, and it's like, because the thing is, he wants to, that's his dad, so he's going to talk respectfully about it. He's not going to just want to go, oh, I'm a Smurf Jesus. I don't believe the blue pencil story. I don't believe that, because that's a lie. He must be really rich. I think Smurf he's money. thinking rich on Smurf dollar. That's the true alchemy. They've turned Smurfs into money themselves. <laughs> They're the alchemists. Gargamel's innocent. <laughs> There's that guy turning Smurf money while we sit here in stinking poverty. <laughs> I ain't had a bath for a month. I'm eating living on Otabix. <laughs> What's going on? He's out there on the Smurf dollar with Smurf horrors smurfing himself on Smurf cigars. Great dirty blue lines of Smurf dust up his Smurf bugle. Me and Matt giving each other erections with herbs. Is your, is your face really hot? My face. Is alive with heat. My genitals are on fire. It's like Hurricane Dean. He's kicking my nuts in. Mr. G, one of the best damn poets in the country, is giggling in the corner. He's out of his mind on a herbal high. We have been reduced to absolute pigs. Right, we've got 45 minutes left. We've 45 minutes. Normal. We've got to bring ourselves down off this smurfing high. We've heard that right. Get Chad and Dave. Get Brian Blessed, Chad and Dave in here. I want them naked. I want them aroused. Right. Matthew, right, let's be normal. Right, we're upon a record. <laughs> Hold on, there's been an email. It could be information about it. thank you. People who smuggle money internally are known as Smurfs by customs officers. Gina. <laughs> thank you, Gina. Why? How can you prove it? Please, someone, Google what happens if you take herbal Viagra and then phone us on 0500 288 291. Me and Matt are on the edge. We are riding the snake. <laughs> you look like you're going to die. No. Right, text I'm us. I'm trying to work out what Smurf must mean. Smuggling, SMU. Oh, yeah. F. F. R. F. Smuggling up your fanny. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. And I mean fanny in the American sense, where it's only bum, which ain't rude. So there we go. So uh, text on 88291 or email russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. And this is from Dean. Hey, my name is Dean, and I resent that Dean is a well good name for a hurricane because they're usually girls' names, and a boy are far more destructive. Ha! Bye bye. I think the fact that Thanks, male or Dean. female means something about the hurricane. The nature of the hurricane, like a female one, it's really going to mess you up. Where a boy one, it'll just get bored halfway through, it'll drift off, it'll get distracted. Yeah? Sexism. That's what that was. Hey, Russ, <laughs> maybe Dean's named after the famous James Dean. He was a bit wild. <laughs> he was not wild. He... Then it would be called Hurricane James Dean. Yeah, it would be. Plus, it would stub cigarettes out on its own torso for sexual kicks, the way Jimmy Dean did. And it had other people doing it as well, apparently. Poor old Jimmy Dean, he wasn't at home in himself. Hurricanes are male. Cyclones are female. You are correct. They are named in alphabetical order. Mike in Manchester. Hello, all. What was the name of the girl Smurf? I had a little figure of her that I loved. Smurfette! I wanted to be just like her. Do you think she's fit? Yeah, actually, she was all right, yeah, wasn't she? Yeah, she was, because she had that sort of husky voice. Yeah, she was, and she was up for it. With any of the Smurfs, you could tell. Because like, there's only one of them, so, and the Smurfs are very relaxed. There are, clearly, there's not a shortage of orgasm in Smurfville. Only Gargamel, poor sod. I feel increasingly sympathetic towards him. Listen, let's put on Jeffrey Lewis. This is You Don't Have to Be a Scientist to Do Experiments with Your Own Heart by Jeffrey Lewis. Me and Matt are doing experiments on our own lines with herbs. G's over there. He's disappeared into himself now, bobbing about <laughs> like Rain Man. This is Jeffrey Lewis. You listen to Russell Brown on Radio 2. That was Jeffrey Lewis. You don't have to be a scientist to do experiments on your own heart. Okay, we have got 
Elvis Presley on the telephone. Actual Elvis. Elvis, are you there? Uh, how are you doing, though, Mr. Brown? Are you okay, ma'am? Oh, I am now, mate. You wow. sound ever so sexy, Elvis. Yeah, no problem. No problem. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're gigging away down here. We're having, uh, we're having a fine time, man. Where, where are you doing your gig, Elvis Presley? Oh, we're some, somewhere in the middle of England. I don't really know where it is, but, uh, but it's pretty nice. The, weather, the weather's pretty good here anyway. It's nice, isn't it, Elvis Presley? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty cool, man. Elvis, me and Matt have taken some herbal, uh, herbal erection-enhancing drugs this evening. They're herbal, they're not illegal drugs. No, it's... well, we wouldn't want illegal drugs going on, man. No, we wouldn't, Elvis. I'd be against it. Uh, would you ever take a herbal, uh, Viagra drug such I as... I take herbal drugs all the time, man. I don't know whether they're Viagra or not. We just take them. You just take them down, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You sound Herb quite a... Herbal tea, herbal Viagra, it's all the same to me. You sound pretty sexy, Elvis. Well, whatever turns you on, man. Which, uh, Elvis, which period of Elvis are you? Are you Elvis in a gold jacket or are you Elvis in a jumpsuit? Uh, I'm more of Elvis in the black leathers, if you know what I mean. Ooh, 68, 68 comeback, comeback special, special. Elvis like on the on. line. That is one of my favourite Elvises. He's my yeah. favourite Elvis. That's your favourite Elvis, 68 Comeback Elvis. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's when, when he was at his best. Noel Gallagher was just on the phone. He behaved in a disgusting fashion. What do you think of Noel Gallagher Elvis? Noel who? That exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's the words of Elvis Presley. Yeah. Elvis Presley, who do you admire from today's world of music and comedy? Elvis Presley. Uh, obviously you're hinting there, but uh, I admire you there, Mr. Brown. But you know, uh, you know, I, I, I admire anyone with integrity, and I admire anyone that uh, does a good job and, and doesn't take drugs and, and doesn't do things that they shouldn't be doing. You know what I mean? Thank you very much, Elvis Presley. Also, no we just spoke to Smurf Jesus. Uh, we think of him as a kind of alchemist, and we're thinking of trying to bring him down. Will you support our campaign? Yes, Fine guy. <laughs> Smurf <laughs> Jesus. Elvis, could you say in your Elvis voice, I support Smurf Jesus, just so that we've heard that said? Yeah, hey, I support Smurf Jesus. Who doesn't? <laughs> Thank you very much, Elvis right. Presley, everyone. Thank you. There goes Elvis Presley. That I didn't think amazing. There he was. That's the actual Elvis then. Uh, you know, when Elvis From... suddenly sort of drifts into being slightly Geordie. All right there, man. I, I tell you <laughs> something. I'm all shut up and that's how feeling. Oh, shut up. Bless my soul. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear old Elvis. There he went. Look. Bless good. him. It's nice to talk to him. Let's see what else we've got. Ah, oh, Matthew, how's you feeling? All right. Just uh, all I'm, I feel all right now, but I've just got a really hot neck and face. Mmm, hot neck But that neck might and be face. because of the room's too hot, because a man was fixing the thing when we came in here. Look, we've not found... Yeah, there was a man, wasn't there? Why don't we ring up the security desk downstairs and just see what the hell they're playing at? <laughs> Could you put us through the security desk downstairs, please? Like, there's them couple of... They'll be listening downstairs now, them couple of security guards sat They'll be desk. running away from the desk They'll now. bloody well answer it, because we could be terrorists for all they know, ringing up. Hello? <laughs> 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 no terrorists could have any accent. Right, OK, so listen, uh, are you ringing them up, Nick? Nick, our producer's ringing up the front desk. We'll just tell them that we're feeling... I'll tell you what, let's I'll tell them we're feeling frisky. Then we're right up for it. See how they cope with it. Right, this is from Claire. My sister's just had a baby girl. She doesn't know what to call her. As you're so good with worlds, is what it says, can you help by coming up with something suitable right now? That's from Claire. Yes. What should we call that baby? What are the uh, facts that we know about the baby? It's a girl. Uh, uh, uh. A girl, eh? So a girl's name would be best. Hurricane Dean, Smurf Jesus, uh, 
Uh-huh. Why not just call her the noise? Uh-huh. <laughs> and go, uh-huh. You gotta have your nappy changed. Why are you money? You gotta have your nappy changed there. Uh-huh. Bless my soul. Right, so we're ringing up. Where are the security? They can't stop us ringing them because they're working here. They're, our em they're employees of Radio 2. Well, what are you gonna say to them? Dunno, just get them on here, see what they're like. Hello? Hello, Roger. Right, you're in charge of security downstairs, are you? Yes, I am indeed. Can you tell me why the room is full of terrorists? Because <laughs> it clearly is. <laughs> There's people wandered up here trying to fix our... Uh, someone just came in a while ago to fix our heating. I'm not sure if we could trust him. They were playing with the air conditioning. Trust him. Trust him. He has passed through all security necessary procedures. What are the security measures and procedures? I have to check everybody, check their pass. Yes, you check their pass. Yes, check Is that a euphemism? <laughs> Sorry? Is that a euphemism? Essentially, when someone comes in, do you gently cut their testicles, look them in the eye, and mutter the words, I love you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what goes on. That's what passes for security. Hey, so you work here all the time. Who do you think are... You're the security guards at the... Uh, what, what's your name, please? Addy. Addy. You work here all the time. Who are the people that are nicest to in here Let's, that work for Radio 2? Let's go for them. One. Wogan. Is he nice? Russell, Russell Brown. Woohoo! That's me. <laughs> I'm him. I live in his body. Yeah. Um, but what about Wogan? Is he nice? He's nice, yeah. Is he, because he comes in very early in the morning, does he often look worse for wear, coming a bit grumbling, doing blow-offs and that? He's always got mail and so he's a very, you know, lovely man and, uh, you know, good smile. He could, uh, also Sarah Kennedy. Have you ever had reason to suspect him of terrorist activity and had to give him a full cavity search? No. Well, I suggest you do, right? Because I just looked under Wogan's chair and it said, look, I'll just read this out. I, Terry Wogan, am against England and all it stands for, and I, Terry Wogan, shall not rest until I've built a fabulous new Reich. Ha, 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 signed Terry. Then his lipstick kiss on it. So next time he comes in, I recommend you get Terry and give him a right going over. I will look at, I will look at your recommendation. Yeah, do, do look at that recommendation and look at Terry's body cavities as well in a whole new light. Hey, thanks for talking to us. Thank you very much. Bye, Addy. Keep your eyes peeled because I'm feeling on edge. Thank you, Russell. <laughs> Bye, Addy. I like him. He's nice, isn't he? Yeah. There he goes, old Addy. Right, Matthew, Matthew, yes. Matthew. Yes. Right, okay. I feel, I'm feeling a bit more relaxed. Let's think of a name for that baby girl. Um, Addy. Call her Addy. That is the end of it. I've just heard China have gone right back into Tibet. Get out of Tibet! Oh, I can't... my ear. <laughs> well, of course it... Imagine that their Chinese were occupying your ear. Imagine how you'd feel then. All you've had is me shout, get out. The Tibetans have got a whole lot of Chinas in their house <laughs> occupying them. Can you imagine how annoying that must be? Get right out of Tibet. Don't get nearly out of Tibet, then go, oh, actually, I've left some, I think I left the gas on. Out of Tibet altogether. I can't make this any more clear. Grant Hearn says, I once gave my dog a small amount of the uplifting drug. It certainly worked a treat for him. We breed dogs. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and we're having trouble with one dog called Muttley, who didn't have any interest in sex activities. That's because he's been Half in a cartoon. He's got hmm? big ideas. Yeah, of course he is. He's going to want to have it off with cartoon girl dogs, or maybe that rabbit out of the caramel advert. Or she a squirrel. What was her game? Remember? She was a squirrel. Relax and enjoy life. Maybe caramel is caramel. 
dirty cow. She was, Matthew. She was up for it. Listen to this. Right, half an hour later, this dog was like Ron Jeremy. He couldn't, literally couldn't get enough sex. Well, jolly good work there. Drugging a dog to make it have sex. Grant Hearn there <laughs> in East Grinstead, drugging dogs. Yeah, he could actually get done for that, so he shouldn't have said his name. All right, hold on. Actually, I made a mistake. His real name was... Barry Grinstead from East Hearn. So what about that then? Freedom! Hurricanes are male. All right, that's the end of that. Okay, so why don't we... What was next up? We will have... Trigger will be coming in our radio show. So will Chaz, our Chaz and Dave. So will a plastic surgeon. We've got to get through these guests, Matthew. What music are you putting on? Do you want to hear, um... Yes. Credence Clearwater Revival. Bob Dylan doing it sounded Dylan. like Mr. Burns. Now, we've discussed this before, but Matthew, will you briefly tell us what the hell you mean? Okay, in this song by yes. Bob Dylan called yes. I Want You, I want you. he sings and it sounds exactly like Mr. Burns it, from The Simpsons. It sounds like Mr. I Burns. Right, so we want you to imagine it is I'm Mr. Burns. The beating of life. Right, so that is the template. That's what Mr. Burns sounds like. Oh, okay, sir. That's Smithers talking to him. So when you're listening to this, Bob Dylan, one of the greatest singer-songwriters of all time, do imagine that it's Mr. Burns. I want you. I want you. I want you. Yes, I want you. Okay, sir. Simpson, eh? That was Mr. Burns with <laughs> I Want You. Uh, this is from Ben Diamond, London. Thanks, Matt, for ruining Bob Dylan forever. Well done. Well, you know. This is from Hannah. Hi, Russ. I work in a homeopathic pharmacy. Astralagus is a Chinese herb that can cause gas and loose bowels. Long-term use causes hair loss and paralysis. Enjoy. <laughs> Hannah. Well, thanks a lot, Hannah. You could have told us that when we were speculating as whether or not to take it before we're off our heads like a couple of goofy Freddie Mercury's of our boxes on Herbal Eyes. God knows what happened to us now. What are you most worried? The thing I'm worried about, guess what? I'm worried more about hair loss than paralysis. So what, what does that say about me as a man? That's an odd thing to, you know, think. What do you mean? It means that you'd be... Laying in bed, unable to move. With but really look good at my hair. lovely hair. Hey, while you're looking at me here, well, you perhaps you'll note my glorious mane. Yeah, walking around. St like stills photography would be all right. Yeah. You think I if you're paralysed, you can you can be positioned, can't you? I suppose you can, Matt. You've probably got bigger fish to fry. You're worried. You're in the hospital bed. You're all paralysed. You're thinking, how am I going to look in the photographs? <laughs> Next year's calendar's ruined. <laughs> look at February. I'm exactly the same as March. <laughs> Use your imagination. Put me on a clothes horse. <laughs> uh, this is from Donna from Exmouth. I was very amused when living in Italy to discover the Smurfs were translated as puffy, pronounced as in puff. <laughs> Love you and your pointy boots, says Donna. Also, they're called, in Spain, they're called something like schniffel. I think we've talked about this before in our lives. They're called something like, they're called kartoffel in Germany or something. Oh, that's potato. They're called something, but they're called, <laughs> they're called different things in different countries, is my point. And the word Smurf don't mean anything. So what's the point in changing it? They're called like, yeah. Because of pronunciation, that's like what Marathon had to become Snickers. <laughs> yeah, well, I was against that as well. And what I'm more against is us having to go around saying Smurf in a different language just because we want to have a chat with an Italian person about alchemy. I won't do it. 
I won't, you hear me? Side effects of herbal Viagra, says someone, include sneezing, headache, flushing, heartburn, prolonged erections. Well, I should think so. Pal prolonged one. Palpitations and photophobia. Prolonged means in time. It doesn't mean it's longer. What? So you thought, wasn't it's it? It's prolonged. It's new pro. <laughs> it's like a professional erection. Okay, what do you need done? <laughs> well, I'd like to have some sex, please. Okay, just leave it at me. You can watch the TV. I'll carry on over here. Oh, thank you very much. I'm really glad you've arrived. Look. I understood you wanted a job done and you wanted done it quickly. So excuse me if my manner is curt. Oh, thank you, Mr. Wolf Erection, whatever you are. Right, uh, photophobia, what's that? Photophobia, f uh, not liking the light. Not liking light? Wow. Well, exit bloody light, enter night. I tell you what, I've turned us into a right bunch of vampires. We've herbed ourselves up into a couple of pervy Draculas. <laughs> I saw a Frankenstein earlier! <laughs> I didn't, of course. They're not real. And oh, it's the doctor. A camel's only got one hump. I think Other there's things. more symptoms, isn't there? <laughs> Babbling. Babbling's a symptom. Out of the Simpsons. Bob Dylan's been ruined by Mr. Burns. Jack Dorian, who sounds a bit like a type of car, says, Hurricane names alternate between male and female names every time the letter occurs. So this time the hurricane is named Dean. But next time they reach the letter D, it'll be a woman's name, like well, Dolly. That's, that's conflicting information with the typhoon. No, what was it? <laughs> Hurricanes typhoon and cyclones. Typhoon is a type of, type of bloody tea. Typhoon is tea. It can't destroy us. Hey, I thought Mr. Smurf Jesus was a bit of a legend and Smurfette was quite hot. Is that weird? Love Tony from Wickham. Yes, it is. I think Matt's having a bad trip. Give him some orange juice before he completely bugs out. This is Will from <laughs> Bristol. Oscar Wilde and Byron frequently took herbal stimulants who are in good company. Yeah, Byron, club-footed syphilitic lunatic. <laughs> Oscar Wilde banged up for expressing his true sexuality. Thanks a lot, man. Um, so, right, let's get Roger Lloyd packing here. He played Trigger. We find that very hard to detach that, that he's an actual man, not totally just Trigger, but we will do it. He is going to be in here, and we are going to try our damnedest not to let down the BBC or Her Majesty the Queen, who loves this show, and next week we'll be live in the studio <laughs> dancing. <laughs> dancing, popping herbal Viagra. Russell, you what? are an idiot. How come? Because you're standing there, you've put, he's mm. got a helium balloon, <laughs> that's like almost as tall as him on a so? white, and you put it next to you and you keep pushing it as if it's going to go and stand that somewhere else, make and me it bounces idiot. back to its original position, so and then you what? go, oh, there's a balloon, look, push it again. Look, I just like the, the balloon, I can see Roger Lloyd Pack, what have you achieved in life? Here he comes, he's coming in, right, he's it's coming Roger in. Lloyd Pack, he's, good. he's coming into here, welcome Roger Lloyd Pack everyone. Hey. Hello Roger Lloyd Pack. Hello, how lovely of you to come here, sit down. Nice of you to ask me. Well, what a mess it is here. What's going on the floor here? Well, we create a lot of mess. We've oh. never seen a studio like it. You've we... got papers all over the floor here. Well, I'm very embarrassed. Nick, you've knocked off Roger Lloyd what? Pack's glasses, yeah, you no, bloody pig! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that happened to you, Roger. It's a disgrace. It is a disgrace. Yeah. You're a very fine actor. Yeah, thank you. You're very welcome here. We're thrilled to have you. Look thank how many you. people it takes to settle yeah, Roger Lloyd Pack down. Three people have come in. It's just overwhelming. It is. It must be overwhelming. It's like having the Sultan of Brunei come in for your end bloody, what are they, entourage. Right, let me just quickly introduce people. That's Matt Morgan. Hello, Matt. Hello. He's uh, a hypochondriac. He's yeah. just taken some herbal uh, sex drugs, so he's uh, yeah. a bit nervous. Yeah. That's Mr G. He's Hi, Mr. our G. poet. Yeah. He's responded very unstrangely. Would you like a herbal Viagra? 
Well, I'd never say no. To Go on, get it, it down, ya! Triggers, get that Viagra! Get it down, ya! Viagra, but um, it's quite nice. You, you, you're ready for this at home, then, when I come back, oh. darling? <laughs> oh my, what is your missus at home? Just, Just take one. Yeah. Just Thank take God, because if that had been a message to anyone else in your family, <laughs> we'd have had to have called the police. <laughs> Am I all right with this? What do you think this is going to be? Uh, oh, I don't think just take it should. Just take one. Made us, it no, made our faces nice. go hot. Don't yeah. tell him not Shall to. I save it? Shall I no, neck it, neck it, because you've got two hours. Right. You'll be, when you get home, you'll be hot to trot. It's don't be swallow excellent. it. Right, no, swallow it. Stop giving him conflicting information. You know how he is when he's <laughs> on with Bellboy and that. He's daft as a brush. <laughs> right, thank you for coming here. Right, then, okay, let's interview you. <clears throat> Hello, I am Russell, your interviewer, Roger Lloyd Pack. Uh, mm, the thing is with me as an interviewer yeah. is I only really talk about myself. Yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, that's fine. Go, go on. But I tell you what, I read your article this morning about the hammers. Oh, uh, did you? Did yeah, you like it? Yeah, I did. No, I like your articles. And uh, I've been on the... I'm, a, I'm very pleased because I've, I've watched the three goals, my three goals, is just now on the match of the day outside. And I was on the pitch at Tottenham. I'm a Tottenham what? supporter. You're a Spurs fan? Yeah, it's been quite rough, really. Mm, so, first couple today. of games, certainly. Oh, bad news. I was so depressed. Mm. Anyway, did all right today. But I was on the pitch, because he was on. He wrote an article about being on the West Ham pitch. Yeah, I went onto the, uh, the and, pitch at West Ham after the game. It was quite emotional. And it was emotional. And I, um, and I, uh, I was interviewed on, on White Hill Lane a couple of years ago for an Arsenal game, and it was... Exciting. Yeah, yeah, it, it is was exciting. really thrilling to go out there on the pitch that you've watched since since childhood, right, and since that. childhood and before, as even, you so pertinently even commented. Even in my dad's in the womb, you nuts. were destined to be down there at the, the Hammers Ground. So, I suppose so. Um, anyway, was... I, I read that this morning, so I thought I'd just bring it up. Well, and, thank but... you for bringing it up. You know that that bit I said about Noel Gallagher in there, yeah, saying yeah. Like about how Noel Gallagher and Oasis, they're arrogant. Arrogant, yeah. boorish lads. Yeah, did you get into trouble for that? Yeah, he came on the phone earlier yeah, on, Roger. Yeah. He was, well, to tell you the absolute truth, what was he like, Matt? He was drunk, boorish. Bizarre. He picked up Dale Winton's dog, and we, we've got, listen to this, actually, let's got it. We've got here, and this is a clip of the phone call. Now, this is Noel Gallagher talking to us on the phone earlier. We think there's reasons to believe he may have performed a sex act on Dale Winton's dog. Let's have a listen to this pre-recorded evidence of that. To all the people who are listening to this, this is Russell feeling jealousy that he's actually working. <laughs> right. The rest of us are quaffing nibbles, right? Quaffing nibbles. <laughs> I wasn't quaffing no nibbles. Right, Who listen. was quaffing nibbles? Yeah, he's quaffing nibbles. Right, well, I'm listen. Co I'm quaffing Delwyn this little dog, Nibbles. Right. Nibbles, the dog. Get down on the bloody phone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that noise! What are you doing with Did you hear that noise? No. Right, cut the clip. Did you hear that Noel yeah. Gallagher then went into a noise? There was a throaty noise, Roger. <laughs> What's going on there? Sounds to me like Noel Gallagher performing a sex act um, on a on dog. A dog. I mean, there's, there's no nice way of saying no, that, no. but Noel Gallagher is a dog rapist. Because I can't imagine that that dog consented to that. Can you, Matt? I don't know. <laughs> well, all right, here's the options. Either A, Noel Gallagher is a dog rapist. B, Noel Gallagher had consensual sex with Dale Winton's dogs. <laughs> you can call us and decide which of the things you reckon that is. Roger, which do you think I it sounds like? I would like to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Very sensible. Now, you must be here to, uh, although you've probably come here out of curiosity, I expect, to some degree, have you? A certain amount, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, and because uh, I was asked, you know, and I'm thanks. not doing anything at the time, except was planning to watch the match of the day, but okay, I'll get back and watch that. You can Sky Plus it. Oh, I no. Do that. People at my house, go and Sky Plus I match of the day, it. please. 
Sky Plus match of the day. Go to Sky Plus. So it's been organised, so, so I'm all right there. You've organised so, in advance. Yeah, yeah, and now you've got yeah. Viagra, you won't be interested in the match. Uh, match of the day now, but you and your missus. <laughs> it's going to be a lovely match. I hope it's a lovely yeah. match. Otherwise, uh, what you can do with that herbal high. <laughs> um, do you mind people banging on about, like, trigger and everything and well, making you do things from it? Making me do things? Yeah, I don't do things. Mm, no, that's I don't do things. That's the next 12 questions. No, <laughs> 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 it's just out of all Please do that, the question, but... Well, no, no, I don't do things. But I get, you've got to get used to it. I mean, you've got to take it on the chin. Mm. I'll tell you yeah. another thing I laugh at as well. You know, you was in that... What was that film was about a lad who poisoned people? Yeah, the Young Poison's Handbook. Yeah, I yeah. liked you in that as well. I liked you go, I'm loving someone putting his finger up my anus. That's, I think about that line quite a lot. Did I say that? Yeah. Did I? Yeah, it's <laughs> you a, probably didn't. He did say it, and I've got evidence, actually. Well, actually, that's just my memory. But it's, I suppose your memory's not proper evidence. But there is a bit where you went, I'm not having some bloke coming here yeah. fiddling around inside my yeah. anus. And I just think about it sometimes. <laughs> I think about that sometimes, and I think about Coco Pop advert. Yeah. Because the tune of it stays in my head quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. I think about Jeff Capes quite a lot. Yeah, what, the shot putter? Did he shot put as well? Wasn't he? Wasn't I he thought he was just a strong, strong man. man. Yeah, he was. No, before he was a strong man, he was a shot putter. Because... <laughs> he, he won a medal, didn't he? he won a, for shot him? Yeah. I suppose you'd need to be strong to be a shot putter. Oh, yeah. Straight away. Well, you can't do that. If you you're, can't do that if you haven't got... You know. If you're a frail, brittle-boned man and you start picking up shots, turning up at the Olympics, <laughs> I think it's going to end up in tears and possibly injury. So it's no surprise for me to learn that Jeff Capes, who has long haunted my imagination, was a shot putter as well as just a strong man. Now, do you know what he does? No. Breeds budgery guards. Does he? <laughs> yeah, champ, he does, actually. He definitely yeah. does, doesn't he, Matthew? Yes, he does. And we think possibly treats them in a... Like, say, like, you're the world's strongest man, right, and you've got a house full of budgery cars. You're bound to cuddle them too hard, I think. So he strangles them by mistake. <laughs> I think so! <laughs> like, he's just trying to express love to them, Roger. Yeah, but yeah. in the end, he crushes the life yeah, right the out, of them. out of them. Yeah, that's what, I, that's yeah. what I think. Come on, tell us about your bloody play, because otherwise you <laughs> might feel aggrieved yeah, and no, that turned up. Yeah, what, the, the dealer's choice, the poker play. What's that by it's thingy? It's by Marber. Patrick Marber, yeah, thingy Marber. Patrick Marber mm. at the, um, the Chocolate Mini Factory from about October the 3rd or something. Why did you say Chocolate Mini Factory? Because that's the theatre, that's the theatre where it's at. It's what? Yeah, it's at a chocolate factory. Really? Wow. Well, Chocolate Mini Factory is the name of the theatre that it's at, and I think it used to be, presumably, Chocolate Factory. I haven't... Well, I assumed it, it was. If it isn't, it's nice Roger, it's a bloody misleading it's a name. Yeah, I know, it's a, it's a cheat, because you think you're going to go and get some chocolate. Or at least have the air of history of chocolate around you. Yeah. So, well, go on then, you have to do so, acting every night. So, I have to do acting every night, not on Mondays, which is quite nice. Five mm. nights a week and twice on... Oh, uh, yeah? No, once, once you've had your time. herbal Viagra, yeah, and Roger, you'll be at it like a wild man, no, you grunting all over it. match of the day. <laughs> Roger, uh, you, you do have to repeat it a lot, which is, which is fine for three or four weeks, and then you have to start thinking of things to keep you, you know, not bored. What, like? Well, just doing it different ways. But that might, that might ruin it. Say no, what you no, no, not only slightly different. Well, you no, can't not say, well, really... I'm doing it as a Texan hooker. No, 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 not that, just really tiny. You might just sit differently. You might sit down and just, like, sit like that. I ain't going to amuse like you that. for long, Roger. No, it's, it's desperate. What you <laughs> Sitting to, slightly it's differently. It's what you look for to just keep yourself... But little mood, just something that you don't sort of die, you know, that it's sort of... If you could amuse yourself by sitting slightly differently, that herbal Viagra's going to blow your mind. Yeah, well, that might be right with this. Me and him have, like, gone bonkers as a result of it. 
I can see. From the interview. I can see. Oh right, yeah, the interview. Yeah, <laughs> so so it's been chaotic. Well, I think it's a good interview. He talks about Jeff Cates for so, about ten minutes. Jeff Cates was a bloody strong bloke. What have you ever lifted up? <laughs> Nothing. Lift something up, then judge Jeff. Yeah. Where's the budgies you've bred? Get some information on Jeff Cates. I've gone aggressive I've again. Garrett, I've, what? Have I gone, gone aggressive? aggressive. <laughs> I just do that when I panic, Roger. You mustn't be alarmed. Your daughter's Emily Lloyd, then. Yeah. Now you've got two other daughters as well. No. You no, said you've got three daughters. No, I've got three sons and one daughter. Oh, okay. Can I marry uh, one of your children? What? My, my, which one? Any. <laughs> just any. Well, you'd have to ask them, really. I suppose so. It's not the old days where you could just I give think out. My, my daughter might like you. With Emily? Yeah, you might be my chance here. You're yeah. all right. I'm yeah. up for it because I fancy her. She, yeah. I went to a telecony for you and she Did, was there she not was long there. before me. Yeah. She was spoke of in hushed tones. Was she really? Awed yeah. people Awed were people. by Emily yeah. Lloyd because she'd gone off to do that film. Wish she were here. Yeah. Which she was quite quite brilliant, wasn't she? Yeah, she was doing that. Yeah. What she do? She's still doing acting now. She's sort she? of hanging out. She's yeah, she's not acting a lot at the moment, but she's. I'll go yeah. out of her if you like. All right, I'll give you. Well, I'll don't give me. A, give <laughs> you you give me a, your phone number. I'll give it to her. You could ring her up now All if right. you're if you're any kind of a sexy dad. <laughs> Here's a, here is a, a text message from Guy in Rochester. Russ, upon leaving the strongman world, Jeff Capes went on to be a successful pigeon. It actually says here, Jeff Capes went on to a successful pigeon racer. Which I, I can't imagine that he did that because I don't know how you could successfully race a pigeon if Jeff Capes is on your back crying, bereft of his career as a strongman. And he pulled Concord with his ears. Oh, guy, that's an absolute lie. Oh, hold on, here's some information now about Jeff Capes. Roger Lloyd Pax here. We're discussing Jeff Capes, obviously. Uh, here, Roger. A persistent story about Capes is that in 1979 he stood in for friend and fellow strongman, <laughs> fellow strongman, Dave Prowse, to play the part of Darth Vader in several scenes during filming of The Empire Strike Back. While Prowse was recovering from an elbow injury. However, during an interview on the BBC, Capes was asked about this and he stated that it never happened. Why the hell has someone given me that? It might as well have said, Jeff Capes was briefly implicated in the West murders. However, it turned out that he was absolutely nothing to do with it. At least that'd be exciting. Yeah. Jeff Cape's innocent there. I think he did pull an aeroplane with his ears. It is. I think he did do that. Yeah, that sounds like the sort of thing. I think he did. He somehow did. But why your ears? Well, I don't know about the ears. Maybe that's a bit of a. And why even a Concorde? They're a death trap, as it turns out. Publicity stunt, yeah. Roger, it's a publicity stunt for his. He's just trying to raise publicity for his shop, putting in his budgery cards. Right, you've stayed and seen me pull a Concorde with my ears. Now buy a bloody budgie. Now, uh, Matthew, what record should we listen to? Uh, Johnny Cash, Man <laughs> Comes Around. Are you up for that? Yeah, nice, like Johnny Cash. I'd like to dedicate this to you. Thank you. I'd like to dedicate this to you, appearing in Patrick Marber's sexy play, Dealer's Choice. Thank you. And other things. I'd like to dedicate to you for all the times you've made me giggle and stir in your, that electric blue suit you used to wear <laughs> whilst being on... It's weird, isn't it, really? Because, like, you have to get used to talking to people that you watch on telly all the time as a child. It's, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, I never knew about that suit. I know, because it came up because I had to ch I chose that suit and it had to be a weird sort of suit and you chose it I went to it had to be sort of wrong and and I went and the BBC in those days used to have a huge wardrobe collection and there were masses and I came up with that which was okay for the scene that we were doing and then but it, I got stuck with it and I don't know whether it, I think if I did it again, I might choose a different don't suit. Don't try and reverse time, no. Roger Lloyd. So you're, right, you're all right with that suit. Yeah. Turn me on, yeah, but then yeah, I am. Good. I'm off me at an herbal Viagra, so yes. I'm probably not a good judge. Let's listen to one more record because I've got to go to Lavi. I think it's to do with the herbal Viagra. Okay. Yeah. Right. What okay. do you mean, sir? 
Well, no, not nothing rude. <laughs> I'm not going to masturbate. Oh, right. I'm just saying I need to go to the lavatory. I think you know, one of the symptoms might be... Oh, God, need... don't say it. Just go. All right. What are you going to put on? Johnny Cash, I just told you. All right! It's also short-term memory. Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> another one. Right, this is what, when the man comes around. Yes. This is to you and Jeff Capes. Thank you. But mostly you. Johnny Cash, when the man comes around. Thank you very much to Roger Lloyd. Pat, go and see him in that thing. Dealer's Choice by Patrick Marber on in a mini little egg factory, I believe. Chocolate me. I mean, I can't. You, you must remember the name of it. You'll probably listen to this on a podcast, in which case, just rewind it. I don't know how they work. Mr G, you're going to summarise the show in a poem? Yeah. Go on, then. It's Mr G that's welcoming some atmosphere. Matthew, that was crap atmosphere. Is that because you're on sex drugs? No. Oh, I've only got two hands to play. <laughs> you could have used your willy against the desk. Oh, okay, this poem is called. Too loud. This poem is called <laughs> "The Unexpected." If expectations are to be expected and dictators are to be accepted, erections are now requested, herbally corrected, yet kept protected. Let's inject with Noel the roving reporter who is quite frankly ineffective, quaffing nibbles after a tipple on the toilet demanding to be respected. The Smurf Collective have now been thoroughly represented, but you can't trust them through customs like an Elvis voice just projected. So what's the best bit to be selected from this crazy zoned out perspective? A throaty voice detected and hurricane names inspected? Trigger looks perplexed with an offer to be organically infected. <laughs> I guess it should now be accepted on this show. Expect the unexpected. Woo! Mr. G! All on the mic! That's the show that just happened! I wonder if this we see... That's brilliant. It's brilliant. You're excellent. Made him better. Mate. You're so talented. You gave Roger that drug. <laughs> oh my God! We drugged him! I said oh, no. don't swallow it and you said he had to. <laughs> you are aggressive. So what? I don't do him no harm. It'll be good to get him drugged. Let's see if Noel Gallagher's alright. So, right, all right, the show's going to end in a second, but we'll just see if Noel's older than us. <laughs> <laughs> no! No! The party's swinging. You're still the there? The party's swinging. What? Is that Williams? David! Are you all right, darling? Yeah, come along. All right, we'll pop by and visit you. Okay. Me and Matt are high on herbal Viagra. You better get yourself ready, sweetie. All right, re <laughs> relax and get ready for hell, Williams. No gay stuff. Here, get hold of some more of that goose fat you had when you're swimming. Right, there's David Williams, everyone. See you in a moment. Bye, Noel. Love you. Oh, Noel came back to the phone then, but you can't keep chatting to people. We've got to have the news on. Oh, I'm worried about Roger Lloyd pack oh, no, off his I head on sex drugs. I don't know why you made him have it. He why did he take it? <laughs> oh, do you he know wouldn't do a, a trigger voice, but he took <laughs> drugs. <laughs> No, I'm sorry, I'm not doing the trigger voice. What sex drug do you say? <laughs> <laughs> what a topsy-turvy world! Roger Lloyd Pat coming here, dosed himself up on any... That could have been anything! He took the rest of that packet as well. He took the rest of the packet! It was free in that thing. He took one and two. I'll take these. He took them! <laughs> Roger Lloyd Pack! Trigger, you're a pervert! Come back, he's nicked our sex drugs! We've got loads in that box. Give some more, because no, I tell you what, no, let's not I take any more. <laughs> see, this is where where I said no to the next right, one, and I you see. didn't say no. That's why you had to go to special hospital. I have to go to special hospitals for boys who can't say no to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look out a window and think about what I've done. Right. Thank you to all our guests. <laughs> Smurf Jesus, Trigger, Noel Gallagher, Elvis Williams, Elvis, the King of Pop and Roll, Presley. Roger Lloyd off his nuts on sex drugs pack. He's, and he's getting uh, Emily Lloyd to go out with me. Or she might come on the show and see if I can chat her up. <laughs>
That'd be nice, wouldn't it? You didn't make a good impression. How dare you! I gave him some sex drugs and talked he about- He was scared of you. No, he was not! He, I give him sex drugs, didn't I? I talked about Jeff Capes. What do you want for <laughs> your money? Jam on it. Hey, hope you've enjoyed the radio show we made for you. We done it cos we love ya! Now it's time on 88 to 91 FM. Da, 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 this is the next! Call him an ambulance. <laughs> sex drugs! Here's the news now at one minute past 11. This is Andrea Simmons.